Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. Today's tea is all about the secret to progress. You're never going to guess it. It's recovery. <laughs> yes, the one thing that nobody wants to do, what well, we want to do, but we don't think it's actually going to make us reach our goals. Um, so we're going to talk all about recovery, why you should be recovering just as hard as you train to really get the results that you want. Yes, that means fat loss um, and strength gains, muscle tone, energy, all that fun stuff. So without further ado, we will dive right in. Blah. Okay, okay, okay. Before we start, I need to tell a Binks story. If you do not know, Binks is my silly, rambunctious, one and a half year old black cat. Um, I've told a few of you this story, <laughs> my local people, um, but it's such a joyous story that you would probably want to hear it again. So, um, what happened was on weekends, Binks meows at our door because me and my husband don't like when Binks sleeps in the bedroom. It stuffs us up, his fur, his dander, whatever, because we sleep with a fan on. So we lock him out, which is fine. He has plenty of beds and wonderful things to hide and sleep in. Even a heated blanket, he's spoiled. So he meows at the door at 5 a.m. every day like he normally does. Um, but my husband gets up at 5 a.m. for work. So he, it's kind of you know normal for him. He woke up, went out, fed him, and then went back to bed. Now, normally, I'm up an hour or two later for work, but on weekends, obviously, I don't get up that early. I want to sleep in. So, um, you know, he's sitting by the door meowing again. <laughs> um, I went out there to, you know, appease him, I guess. And then I went back into the bedroom to sleep in more. Well, I hear shuffling, and then I hear a glass clang. And I'm like, eh. He's probably just licking water in the sink, in the dirty dishes. He loves egg water. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but egg water is the thing. So he does this, and I'm like, whatever. So it's like 9 o'clock at this point, and I go outside, and I'm like, I can't sleep anymore. So I go out, and what do I see? <laughs> well, under my sink, I have, you know, those double cabinets that open. A lot of people store, like, cleaners and stuff underneath. <sighs> Well, the, the cabinet doors are open. Cleaners are scattered everywhere. Wait, it gets better. And I have like cheap cabinets, old cabinets, because I'm in an apartment and, you know, they haven't updated them yet. The landlord hasn't updated them. It's like a little plywood divider. The wall is knocked out, um, separating the cabinets. And there's a little staple with a tuft of hair on it, like he struggled to get through. Like he's liquid or something. Um, so next to these big cabinets, I have three um, square cabinets kind of stacked up on each other. They're like little drawers to store like potatoes, onions, all that. Um, so the drawer is pushed out completely. And then he must have went up top over all of those drawers. There was a little gap into the big cabinet door all the way against the wall, which this is just like a, a normal bottom cabinet door. And that's where we store his food. <laughs> so um, why he didn't open up that door originally, I couldn't tell you. 
but we have like you know the big bag of dry food well this dry food was not opened may i mind you and there's a big heaping hole chewed through this bag and there's dry food missing i don't know how much because i don't know what it was like before um so yeah he broke into his dry food and it's pretty hard material i mean he really had to gnaw and then he must have jumped back over because that door was not open it was still closed so he went over then he went to go back over and push himself out of the drawer and jump out he's like me he just naturally takes the hardest route for everything um so yeah that was a fun thing to wake up to Oh, and then another thing is the we have PVC pipe, like the white plastic pipe underneath the sink, you know, to get your water and drain your water or whatever. Those got knocked out in his chaos, um, <laughs> which we didn't realize until after the fact. And, you know, Derek went to, you know, wash dis- dishes or whatever. And he's like, why are my feet getting wet? And there's just water flooding. I mean, flooding the cabinets. <laughs> so yeah um that was fun that was cool it was a fun time it was it's almost like having a child almost <laughs> but yeah that, that was that's pretty fun so i hope you enjoyed another silly crazy bank story okay now we're gonna actually talk about what i told you guys that we're gonna talk about which is the secret to progress recovery um i think recovery gets neglected big time Recovery is so important because, I mean, we cannot go, 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 and then just never recover. Um, I mean, you can't run on an empty battery. Look at your phone. Use your phone all day, and it's the battery's low. You have to recharge it, right? Same thing with cars. You need to fill it up with fuel. You need to let it rest because when you run things into the ground, what happens? They stop working. Or they don't work as well if you keep running it, running it, running it. And you charge it a little bit and you run it, run it, run it, right? So that's exactly how our bodies are. And there's a lot of components to recovery. I don't know what you think of when you think of recovery. Um, I'm trying to think of some common things. Talking about sleep, stretching. That's really all that comes to mind for, like, the basic general public's view of recovery, right? Like, sleep and stretching. There's a lot more. Um, Proper nutrients, that counts as recovery. De-stressing, a big, big one I want to talk about. Um, On top of stretching, I want to include active rest days. Um, taking days or even weeks off. So for my regular lifters out there, especially intermediate and advanced lifters, um, taking quote-unquote deload weeks. And um, I've spoken to lifters who will even take a whole month off, like once a quarter or something like that. They'll do that just to recharge or a whole week off. Really beneficial to the body if you're really like killing it. in the um in the gym and training and stuff like that so there's some other aspects that we'll get into and how you can do that to optimize your recovery so you can continue killing it in the gym and you don't burn out and you're not like stunted with your goals and you're like well i'm working out five or six days a week for like two hours and i get four hours of sleep because my job's crazy and my life's crazy i don't know why i'm not hitting my goals well it's probably because you're not recovering right (laughs) um So yeah, and another part that's not a main part, 
um, that kind of comes into play, but I'll touch on it, is supplements. I'm actually going to make a whole another podcast episode about supplements going in more into detail about the purposes which ones you should really focus on and invest in versus the ones that are kind of bs so um, be on the lookout for that so first let's talk about sleep i've talked about sleep a couple times um throughout this podcast series show whatever you want to call it (laughs) um but sleep is super important um sleep is the time that our body restores and recovers a lot of things and i don't know how much you guys know about sleep but there's certain functions that happen only when we are sleeping and only during certain REM cycles of sleep and we're only able to achieve those REM cycles if we sleep long enough and deep enough and when we get deep sleep that's usually when we have quality sleep so you might you can sleep eight hours but if you sleep like shit you're not going to hit those REM cycles and there's ways of tracking it um I personally like to use sleep cycle it's um like a sleep tracking app and it's free they do have a premium version but i've been using it for years so you download the app you set your alarm you don't need to use the alarm uh, but once you do the alarm you just set your phone down next to you and it'll kind of track your sleep patterns throughout the night um, it cuts out fan noise or your partner it's kind of funny though if you talk in your sleep or snore or whatever it records it um, so you can go back and listen to it i've had some pretty funny recordings from that and um but at the you know when you wake up in the morning it'll give you kind of like a little overview say your sleep quality was you know 90 percent here's how long you were actually asleep here's the different cycles you went through so it's really detailed and it might help you analyze your sleep um there's some fancier methods like the aura ring that's probably going to be more accurate that's like a two to three hundred dollar investment and it tracks other things than sleep but um it's a little ring that you wear um all day and like I said it tracks other things than sleep that's a good option wearing your Fitbit to bed um all that stuff I've never been a fan of wearing my Fitbit to bed it just feels weird feels awkward (laughs) like it feels like I should not be wearing that to bed but if you like it by all means wear your Fitbit to bed um but yeah so so tracking it would be number one so we're aware of what we're doing right um But just some, like, general sleep hygiene tips, you do want to aim for that seven to nine hours of sleep. Now, I'm going to depend on what kind of person you are. If you you might be someone who functions better off of, like, six hours, cool. Go you. (laughs) I am not you. I function mm, eight to 11 hours of sleep is more optimal for me. Um, I'm a sloth. (laughs) Just how my body works. Um, I think some of it is attributed to my hormonal imbalances and... I've noticed when I quote unquote have flare ups because of my PCOS or whatnot, I tend to sleep a lot more. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But yeah, seven to nine hours, quality sleep. And um, experts recommend that you get two of your hours, preferably before midnight. So trying to get in bed by like 10. And I mean, if you work an early job, you need to be in bed at eight or nine o'clock. By all means, go for it. Um, my shift workers, my crazy nighttime workers, I know you cannot get your luxury of sleeping. You might need broken sleep patterns, your blackout curtains, um, doing what you can do because you're like running off of coffee and your like sleep schedule's all messed up. 
the other methods of recovery are going to be for you. There are some tips out there for you guys. I actually posted a really good infographic about shift workers in um, my Facebook group, Busy Women Fitness Driven. If you are not a part of that, I highly recommend you join that. Um, we're always sharing fun, like healthy foods and workout tips. And I'm doing challenges in there. And we just have a lot of fun in there. But getting back to some other sleep things I thought were important to note, earlier I mentioned that um, going into different REM cycles, your body can do certain things that it can only do while it's sleeping, and especially when it hurts, hits certain REM cycles. And one of those things is cleaning your brain. Now, I don't know the fancy scientific terms off the top of my head, but your your brain, it will kind of wash all of the, the gunk and toxins and kind of bad matter. Um, it cleans your brain. And there has been studies that say if you don't get enough sleep, it's linked to things like Alzheimer's because your brain is not cleaning itself and, um, for lack of a better term, detoxing itself. Um, so that's one thing. And, and another thing is, is your brain sorts everything at night as well. Um, like your thoughts and organizes it. And I like to call it defragging. So if you don't get enough sleep and your thoughts feel all weird and random and scattered, it's because it didn't have time to sort your thoughts. That's why sometimes we have crazy dreams because I feel like we're in the middle of our brain processing our thoughts and three or four things get mixed together and that's why my dream last night I had um, a lady walking on a stair climber in the middle of my sister's bedroom long story super weird but yeah <laughs> but going to the fitness aspect of things when we sleep our muscles recover um even faster now when you're recovering in general that's when your muscle fibers build back stronger and bigger and more tone and more shapely and when you're sleeping that restorative work is amplified so very important sleep the next thing is going to be nutrition nutrition is so important just as important as sleep um what we eat we are what we eat, right? Um, so if you're eating McDonald's and garbage, you're going to feel like garbage. If you eat good stuff, you're going to feel good. Um, so if we eat junk foods and sugary stuff and caffeine, all this stuff, a lot of the times we will have trouble sleeping. So it kind of ties together, right? We'll have trouble sleeping. Um, and also we might feel kind of crappy. Now, there's some fancy terms with, like, athletes and stuff. They might like to supplement with, quote-unquote, junk food because it has sugars and salts that are readily available, and they can kind of burn it off. But for the average Joe like us, um, <laughs> that McDonald's isn't going to cut it. So, I mean, it's important to fuel your body properly so that you have enough nutrients to be able to recover properly. And a big part of that is protein. I made a whole podcast episode about protein if you would like to um, look at that. It's under the macro mini series. I did um, an episode on each individual macronutrient. Um, but yeah, protein's going to be the big one for recovery because that's what's going to help us build back our muscle. So something like um, a branch chain amino acid, if you lack getting um, enough protein in your diet, it could aid in recovery. Um, creatine and even glutamine. Glutamine is fantastic 
um, to prevent muscle soreness and it helps with recovery as well. So there are some supplements that you can do. Um, again, supplementing with protein, eating lots of colorful fruits and vegetables because they have micronutrients in them, all your vitamins and minerals, supplementing with a multivitamin, fish oil, all that. And there is even on the, the topic of um, nutrition, there are supplements specifically geared towards sleep so um, aside from like melatonin there are supplements specifically made they don't have a set name so there's certain ones depending on what brand you go through Um, but that might be something to look into as well if you're having issues falling asleep and you don't want to you know rely on nyquil well i guess it'd be zquil or something like that Um, and you want a more natural method to help you fall asleep faster i think that would be a good option. Next up, let's talk a little bit about stretching. Um, stretching is really good. It's a lot of, there's a lot of myths around stretching. If you look at last uh, podcast episode with me and Dr. Christopher Swart, he debunks some fitness myths. But um, with stretching, Obviously, if you're sore and you're tight and you're stiff, some forms of static stretching are going to help you out. Dynamic stretching, which is more of those moving stretches, like a warm-up type stretch, like leg swings, arm circles, things like that, that's going to help get your blood flowing. So making sure that you prioritize those during your workouts, before and after your workouts, that's really going to help um minimize like muscle soreness and things like that so your recovery process is a little bit easier the days that you are feeling extra sore um stretching a little bit foam rolling which is essentially like giving yourself a little deep tissue massage is great um i also like to foam roll to crack my back (laughs) and a couple other places um and on the topic of massaging if you can afford it or you have access to it i would highly recommend getting a deep tissue massage or going to a massage therapist it's wonderful it's a great way to relax tight muscles built up tension and it kind of helps if you are experiencing some you know really tight muscles you know neck pain different things like that um but it can also be a good preventative thing as well if you get them regularly A kind of cheap version to this, like I said, was foam rolling. Um, But another thing that would complement it would be an Epsom salt soak. I love Epsom salt. You can pick it up from Walmart, Target, like anywhere. And um, it has magnesium in it and it helps to aid with muscle soreness and recovery. Some of them, they have like that cooling feeling. Some of them have like really nice scents. And you can just sit in a nice warm bath and soak. You can even soak your feet in a little, you know, foot tub, whatever you want super cheap it's like five dollars for a bag a pretty big bag um you just pour it right in <laughs> so that's something you can do too <sighs> next we would have would be de-stressing um de-stressing is huge because we're obviously going to lack in recovery if our body's stressed out all the time because when we stress we're using up certain nutrients in our body we're throwing our hormones off we're producing cortisol which does all kinds of wacky things to our body so it's important to keep your stress in check um and i can go down the list whether it has to do with seeking a therapist because you need someone to talk to and you don't feel like you have someone 
that you can confide in that's a close family member or friend. Um, Taking some time to journal would be great. I mean, you're obviously working out. That's a great de-stressor as well. (laughs) Taking time to do what you enjoy. Um, having fun with your day, the stereotypical self-care, face masks, bath bombs, all that stuff. I mean, whatever works for you, getting your stress under control, both physically and mentally, is really going to help aid in your recovery. 100%. And something else that you can do is active rest days. So, an active rest day... Um, is considered, you know, a day where you're technically resting, but you're moving. And this isn't great for all people, especially those that are higher stress. People who are really high stress, you need to rest first and foremost. Um, You feel like you're going to fight against it. You feel like you're going to gain weight, but your body needs that first because you need a good, strong base to build off of. Um, But for somebody who is, you know, pretty fit and you you work out regularly and everything active rest days are good um it helps keep the body moving or people with arthritis or things like that and you have anything where you don't want to sit down for long periods of time things that are considered active rest could be hiking going for a walk doing some yoga meditation so something where you're moving and you're still moving but it's not super strenuous um Even just going through a really light workout could be considered an active rest day. You know, just making sure it's not too strenuous on your body. We are meant to move as human beings. We are not meant to stay sedentary. I mean, if you think back to our old days, we were cavemen constantly running from things, building things, hunting, all of that stuff. So there was probably very little time we were not moving unless we were sleeping. Um, which we earned that sleep, and I'm sure we slept really well because we were really tired. So um, that's an option you have as well. And I think that actually wraps up my list. Um, kind of short. Well, I always say that. I always say it's a short podcast, but it's really not. It's like 20 minutes. I try to keep these things around 20 to 40 minutes, depending on what I'm talking about. So, you know, I covered sleep, nutrition, um, stretching, and de-stressing. I think those are the big ones. And I threw, you know, some little nuggets in there as well. So, yeah. Um, that is the secret to really getting progress is recovery. Um, oh, I guess something else I should add. A nice little metaphor, I guess. Is I something that really opened my eyes about recovery was think about athletes. College athletes and professional athletes. What happens to them? They train, and Olympic athletes, they train super hard. They're crazy, right? And they're amazing at what they do. But what else do they do? They recover. Um, One, they have off seasons where they're not doing as much as they do, but they have a whole team of specialists behind them. Even at the high school level, they have assigned um, physical therapists, athletic trainers, um, they hop in ice baths, they have nutritionists, they have a whole wellness team behind them. So they are recovering just as hard as they train. So if they can do that, you know, you might not be on that crazy of a scale, but think of that for yourself as well. You know, that's how they can perform at the capacity they're conform- uh, performing at because they have that whole team 
recovering as hard as they work. So just a parting thought, something that really, really opened my eyes um, to the importance of recovery. But all right, guys, I think that wraps up today's episode. Let me know if you like this episode by leaving me a little review. If you leave a review, I send you free things. Um, just send me a screenshot because I don't always catch it on the um, like podcast directories and websites and stuff. So um, a screenshot would help very much. And until next time, guys, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I am out.